And MLM Rebel is a new breed of network marketer, smarter, truly independent, and free. MLM Rebels wage war against the soul-sucking corporate world and against network groups who would rather preserve doctrine than helping people get results. MLM Rebels recognize when the world changes and changes with it. MLM Rebels don't believe in duplicating things that no longer work and would rather work without a safety net than within the confines of one. MLM Rebels are only involved in opportunities that give everyone an equal playing field instead of a top-heavy one. We don't care about the sacred cows of MLM, we don't care about the industry, and we do not care about the way it's always been done. We care about people following their gut. We care about people being able to quit their jobs now. We care about people being with their family instead of their boss every day. We care about people being with their family instead of their team all day. We care about people living free. We believe a truly free networker has multiple streams of income. We believe a truly free networker's creativity isn't shackled by their company's contract. We believe a truly free network marketer actually knows how to market and that they run their business like a real business. MLM Rebels prioritize faith, family, business, sacrifice sacred cows, build their own empires, never rebel against each other, and change the world. MLM Rebels know they are not confined by doctrine, not stifled by the past, and know they are one business away. My name is Zach Spear, and welcome to MLM Rebels. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Zach Spear here, sitting here with Ashley, and welcome to the MLM Rebels podcast. We are extremely excited to be spending some time with you here today for Leadership Monday. So, Ashley, do you want to say hello? Hello. Awesome. So we just got done recording the Entrepreneur Discovered podcast, um, sharing some of our travels, which has been super fun and uh, really excited to spend some time with you here today. This is the one that I get super, super pumped about because um, I'm just kind of a, uh, I don't know about, not a productivity junkie. That's not the right way to say it, but I'm like a momentum junkie. Like I have to feel like things are moving forward and and I feel like we're really contributing and helping people when we're doing uh, this podcast. I definitely feel like we're helping people with the Entrepreneur Discovered one, but uh, I think it's more entertaining when we're not like interviewing people um, rather than it is like helpful but maybe it is maybe we're expanding someone's dream but uh, anyway guys welcome here today we have some amazing amazing stuff to share with you hope you get some great value out of it but before we begin some people have asked yeah how can we be a part of the journey how can we you know help contribute things like that the biggest thing the number one thing that you can uh do for us is send me five grand i'm just kidding (laughs) Just kidding. The number one thing that you can do for us, if if you don't mind, scroll down on your iPhone right now and leave us a review on this podcast. We don't promote this podcast in any way using paid media. This is only uh, got out there to the world because of family, because of friends, because of people like you listening who are getting value, who are sharing this with your family, friends, and people that you care about. So if you could do me a favor, scroll to the bottom right now, leave a review for us. It is the number one way that Apple ranks podcast is a review, a written review with a star rating. So obviously leave a honest one. I want to know if this is really helping you, of course. But leave us a review. That would be so, so amazing if you could do that for us. We'd be extremely grateful. And not only would we be grateful, we're actually going to bribe you to do it. So if you leave us a review every single week, we're going to put your name into a hat and draw a name out and give you some amazing MLM Rebel swag. And this is not some crap from, you know, Fruit of the Loom or, you know, uh, Gildan or from, you know, like anything like that. It's not Faded Glory from Walmart. This is like the top level stuff that you can possibly get. And we are going to give it to you. We're going to send it to you. We're going to cover shipping. We're going to give you every, we're going to give it to you if you win that drawing. But you only enter that drawing by leaving us a review on the podcast. So guys, with that, thank you so much for that. Don't forget to join the Facebook group where the conversation is happening every single day and people are learning how to use sales funnels to build their business like a real business. So to give you a little bit of context as to where the Leadership Monday podcast came from, if you are just jumping in right now, we uh, basically 
came up with the idea of MLM Rebels um, because we came from a team that didn't really know how to market the business model or excuse me, the business opportunity effectively. Um, However, they were extremely effective. They are extremely effective at leadership. They are literally some of the best communicators I've ever met on the planet. They're some of the best stage presenters. They're some of the best um, leaders. They can create heartstrings that like are virtually unbreakable. Um, and if you can do that, your retention is rock solid. So they are extremely, extremely good at leadership and retention and working with people and people skills. They're like unrivaled. But marketing bringing people into the business they're using very outdated methods like hotel meetings and calling you know mom and dad and kids and you know grandma and grandpa and friends and stalking people at Walmart and the opportunity that they're offering is to do that same thing to replicate that same thing and nobody really wants to do that anymore that's number 1 and number 2 unfortunately it's 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 a very sad thing but the company that they're promoting um has such a horrible reputation in the United States. It's it's very hard to build a business with that that tough of a reputation or that bad of a reputation. So even if your marketing is extremely effective, um, the thing that always would stop people was that it would stop if if the if the business model that nobody wanted to do didn't stop someone. It was the name of the company that stopped someone, and that's out of that's out of their control completely. It's out of, it was out of it was out of our control, and that kind of stinks because it's a really good company. The people that run it are amazing. Um, everyone's got good hearts. It's just like along the way, the reputation got so tarnished because of bad business practices and and replicating an opportunity that nobody wanted to do that it's hard to build that business. And we're not saying it's impossible. I mean, we still have amazing friends in that business. We still have amazing people that we know in that business. We wish them absolutely the best of success. We want them to win at the very highest level. And there will be absolutely no sadness in our hearts. When they do that, it will only be excitement for them. Um, it, it, like truly, we are super, super pump for them. So we don't want them to not succeed. In fact, we want them to succeed at the highest level. We just knew that our skills, our marketing skills could be better placed elsewhere once we found out what we actually had. So the reason that MLM Rebels exists is because we want to show you how to utilize real marketing skills. We ran a, a traditional marketing agency uh, helping traditional businesses grow using the internet. And we worked in over 20 different industries. We learned a ton from all these different industries. And we took what we learned inside of the world of world of real online marketing and we applied it to MLM and things went bananas. I'll give you a little quick snippet. The first time we ever saw this with our own two eyes, we helped a gentleman recruit one brand new person every single day for months at a time straight. And it's still happening to this very day. One person a day, that's a personal person, not including his depth of over 50,000 people. That's one new person every single day. Depending on what language that you use in your business, that's one new leg every single day. One new person in width every single day or one new personally sponsored person every single day, not including your depth. And he wasn't talking to a single person he didn't want to. He wasn't stalking anyone. Every single one of these human beings was coming to him and asking him to join his business. And that's when we knew we had something special. And that's where MLM Levels was birthed. We took that and we created systems and processes and funnels that people could use just like you to build their business with intelligence. But here's the thing. Building your business really, really well, recruiting a million people doesn't mean really a whole lot if you don't know how to retain them. See, if you just know, know how to recruit people, like a really good online marketer, that's fantastic, but you're really just an online marketer, which is not a bad thing. You can still make a ton of money doing it that way. But if your team doesn't stick, you don't have residual income. You just have leveraged income. Again, not a bad thing. I would take leveraged income any day of the week for sure, but we want leverage 
and residual. And the only way you get residual is if you have a team that sticks. The only way you have a team that sticks is if you're a leader, if people follow you. If people will follow you no matter if things are going bad or good through thick and thin, that's when people stick, that's when you have residual. And that's where we're sharing a lot of the lessons that we learned from that original team that we are a part of because they taught us a lot of these things. Now, obviously, you know, we've learned things other places as well, but we're not making any of this stuff up, okay? We're just delivering to you what we've learned over the past 10 years, being in this industry, being in a student of leadership. We're just relaying information that we have learned from amazing people. And um, if there's anybody from our previous team that is listening right now, first of all, know that we love you. We're glad that you're here. And we and a lot of this came from you and we're very thankful for you. And we wish you nothing but the best. If this information came from anywhere else other than that, we're thankful for you as well for giving us the ability and the knowledge to share some of this stuff with everyone listening. So thank you guys. We're so appreciative. So and what we're going to be talking about today is maybe not so much leadership in the way that you could be thinking like, hey, did you say this to this person at this time and they'll stick forever? No, because None of that stuff matters. Tactics don't matter if you yourself are jacked up. And you can't lead if you are messed up. If your head is all in a bunch, it's going to be a hard time leading someone else out. If you're drowning, how do you help someone else that's drowning? If the plane is going down and your air mask is off, don't give the other person the air mask until you get yours on because if you spend all of your energy putting their air mask on and you die of lack of oxygen. Well, now everyone's screwed. Okay, but you put yourself, yours on first, then you help everyone else. So today we're going to talk about making sure that you are highly effective as a human being. I'm not going to, this is not going to be sharing like hyperbole or random things that you're not sure how to apply. We're going to give you actual tactics, three things you can apply right now to make sure that you are in the best frame of mind, the best place that you can uh, work from so that people have the best experience with you and you get the best results for your leadership. So Ashley's going to go over three tactics tactics you can apply today to make sure that your next interaction with your downline, your upline, your crossline, or whoever is the best it possibly can be and everything that you're learning sticks in your brain and you can apply it at a moment's notice. So Ashley, do you want to jump in and, uh, and share these things? I would love to. Yeah, so today we're going to talk about three forces uh, that allow us to control the state at which we are operating from. And uh, these three forces actually come from Tony Robbins, uh, and they're they're really powerful. They're powerful in a situation if you're afraid to do something and you can't move forward, if you're in an emotionally charged situation, uh, and you need to make sure that you're showing up in the best way possible. These are all things that you can like turn on in an instance to help you respond in the way that uh, benefits you and the situation and everyone else involved the most. So the three forces are going to be your, the, what you're focusing on in the situation. Uh, what's the language that you're using with yourself and what's your physiology? So we just take an example uh, in your business. You know, this is going to happen if it hasn't already. Say that your downline does something that really gets you emotionally charged. Like it really makes you angry. Uh, and let's just say for this instance that that person's actually uh, coming coming in the wrong, they're in the wrong. And uh, you're in that situation and you know that you can't respond out of a position of anger. You can't respond out of a position of being emotionally charged because that is gonna come off ineffectively as well. And if you do that enough, uh, that downline is not going to be there in the future to do it to it anymore. So let's say they make your downline makes you super angry. Uh, the situation happens, and uh, what we have to do just take a second and think like, what is the language I'm telling myself in that situation? Am I telling myself how mad I am? Am I telling myself how in the wrong this person is? is am I telling myself how I don't have to deal with this, or am I taking the positive approach and am I saying, 
and telling myself that I am in control of this situation. I am in control of me. Things are not happening uh, to me. Things are happening for me. And giving yourself positive language that is going to move you in the direction that you want to go. Uh, what are you focusing on? Are you focusing on how you know you have a team of non-leaders? How you have a team of people who can't communicate, how you have a team of people who aren't taking responsibility, or are you focusing on um, that people have needs? People have needs that they're always trying to meet. People are innately good, and in every situation, they're just trying to meet a need and fulfill a need in their own life. And sometimes that doesn't come across well, but the intention is always good. And so if we focus on that and focus on seeing what is the need that this person is trying to fulfill right now, and then how can I focus on helping them fulfill that need? And also focusing on what can I learn from this situation? How can I grow? How can I move forward? How can I become a stronger and a better person? And the last force is our physiology, which has so much more power than, you know, before Zach and I learned this, I think we ever gave it credit for. Our physiology is the state in which our body is in. So a lot of times when we get angry, you know, we can do a couple of things. We can like puff up our chest and kind of get a little bit uh, maybe arrogant. We can also get take another angle and get depressed and like collapse our body, collapse the way we're breathing, start breathing shallow, uh, lower our shoulders, lower our head, and get in this state that's not empowering. So in an instance, all we have to do in a situation to come from a positive perspective is just lift up our shoulders, lift up our head, you know, have a powerful stance behind us, engage in our breathing, focus on it, make sure it's not shallow. And, uh, you know, we call it our power stance, come up with a power stance, like what's that stance that when you do it, when you make it in an instance, you feel powerful, you feel in control, you feel center and balance. And like you can approach a situation in a way that's going to be effective and not destructive. So the three things to focus on at any time in any situation are your language, where you're placing your focus and the physiology of your body. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I can say one thing that has helped me with the physiology thing is is like quick movements as well. So um, if uh, if like if for instance, I give I give I give you I give you an example. Let's say I get a, a message from someone on our on our team that from an upline makes me want to just freaking stab someone. You know, just I'm super angry, and I want to, or or maybe maybe something. Let's give a, let's give another example. Um, I, I get a let's say I had a campaign that bombed, right? I had a really really bad week, and I'm like super sad about it. I mean, and this is something that really happens. Like I, I can't say I get many messages from upline that make me angry at all. Um, but sometimes you get them from downline to make you want to, you know, throw a chair through a window and responding negatively will blow your team out. But let's talk about like, if let's say I have a campaign that bombs and during that same time, the same exact time, I have to interact with Ashley. Or I have to interact with a team member. I have to send a voice message to someone, right? Like if I respond when I'm in this negative state, I'm probably not going to be empowering them. And I will tell you this leadership is a, it's a lonely game and it's a game where you always have to be on if you're communicating with someone on your, 
in any in any format, really any format whatsoever. I mean, you can't be one way with this group of people, another way with this group of people. I mean, incongruency is the bane of leadership. If you are incongruent in different situations, like you're not a leader, you're a hypocrite. And we're all hypocrites in some ways, but like that's like that is a hypocritical move. So you basically have to be on at all times if you want to be a leader. And I'm not saying you always have to be on and thinking. I'm not saying you always have to be on and thinking about your business. I'm not telling you you have to always be on and promoting anything. I'm not saying any of that crap. I don't believe in any of that. But what I am saying is you have to be congruent. If you want to treat your downline well, you might well, you might want to treat your mom well. If you want to treat your team well, you might want to treat your wife or husband well, right? That's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about with congruency. And so let's say you have a campaign and it takes a dump. You, um, you spend a money and you know, you don't get it back. And, uh, you know, this ha- this has happened to me multiple tons of times, countless times. And it's going to happen. It's going to, ha- it's going to keep happening. No matter how good you get, it's going to happen. And nothing really makes me more quickly despondent than having a few weeks in a row where we're blowing cash. Um, like Ashley knows I don't like it <laughs> at all. I don't do not enjoy it. And the three things that I actually talk about, focus, language, and physiology, are the best ways that I found to snap out of it. And I'm not saying it's perfect, but it has helped immensely. It probably gets me, if 100% is where I want to be, and having a campaign that takes a humongous dump or getting a crap message from a downline or upline takes me down to 10%, this probably, this process probably takes me up to 60 to 65 to 70%, somewhere in that range. Um, and for me, the physiology thing, if I rapidly change my breathing, the way I change my breathing is, is, is the same way that, uh, actually explained Tony Robbins described is pick your hands up in the air, pick your hands up in the air and thrust them down next to your sides. So up in the air, down, 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 and do that 30 times, 30 times. And during that, it's a breath in and a breath out each and every repetition. So 30 times. Do three sets of those, so a total of 90 times, okay? That changes your breathing to where you're starting to lightly pant, <laughs> okay? And then I'll jump up and down like, a, like an idiot, right? Like jump up and down in place like I'm on a trampoline, but while I'm doing it, I got my hands on the air like I'm partying like in 1985. Woo! Yeah, I look like a complete moron. So I try to do it in private. But doing that and jumping up and down for probably like 30 seconds plus the breathing typically snaps me out of it if I'm focused on the language I should be focusing on and focusing on the thing I should be focusing on. That, the other uh, somewhat more socially acceptable possibility after you do the breathing thing is doing like 10 or 15 quick push-ups. Sometimes it's a little more acceptable than jumping on like a crazy person on a fake trampoline for 30 seconds, but either one typically works. But I found that that really helps. And then doing a final physical move that makes you feel powerful. And I don't think anyone could have ever got me to do this. I'm a big, like, I don't like doing hokey stuff. I don't want to do the voodoo dance. I don't want to pretend that magical, magical light is filling my body every four seconds. I'm not that guy. Um, so no one could have probably got me to do this except for at an event where everyone's doing it around you. Um, but basically you're taught to like engage what's called a power move and then have a power stance both sound stupid and if you think they sound stupid i'm with you it still sounds still still sounds stupid to me but but it works and you can't argue with results and it's really unfortunate that hokey stuff works but it does and so i do it and uh basically just like make a quick quick fluid motion that makes you feel powerful so for me um like i found that if you if you ever want to like go like youtube 
Tony Robbins doing a power move. Like that's the one I thought made me feel powerful too. So I did it. The only thing I found with it is that like I uh, I used to throw a lot of like baseballs and like footballs and things back in back in the day, and uh, for whatever reason, like I I could always throw extremely fast and accurately, but when I would throw. I never like was taught or coached how to do it properly. So my elbow, like still to this day hurts if I throw more than like five or six times at full speed. So when I do this like power move that Tony Robbins does, like my elbow starts to freaking hurt really, really bad. So if you go watch his power move, he basically slaps his, his chest with his right hand. He takes his right hand, he like slaps the, the right side of his chest and like, you know, jolts down all at the same time. And he like screams like, <sighs> and so that to me makes me feel like, so I just changed a little bit. Instead of right hand to right chest, it's right hand to left shoulder, and it's a lot more uh, less impact on my on my elbow. And uh, then if you want to scream, that's extra bonus points. But definitely do it outside because it's hilarious and you get lots of weird looks. Also, if you want to give make your wife extremely uncomfortable, um, just go outside and scream, make your move, because that's what happens at an event. Make your move! Make a move that makes you feel unstoppable! And do it really loud outside somewhere, and uh, I promise or your wife will be embarrassed. make the sound of unstoppable oh. certainty, <laughs> and then it. you start screaming around all of your neighbors. It works great. Yeah, it's really beautiful. Yeah, make the sound of unstoppable certainty. So, um, I, and I hope while I'm saying all this, like, like yeah, I'm, po- I'm poking fun at, like, this sounds hokey, and it does. It still does and to it me. It only sounds hokey if that's the meaning that we give it, right? Right. Like, right. Yeah, exactly. But nevertheless, like if you have a personality like mine, it's gonna sound hokey to you. It still does a little bit to me, but I do it, and it works. And I'm encouraging you to get over the meaning in your mind of hokiness and just just give it a go because. I didn't necessarily want to go to the Tony Robbins event. I didn't know much about him. Um, But when we went, we had like, that was the most impactful four days that I've ever been to in, in my entire life. Like that's, that's a true statement. Um, So like I would apply this stuff if you can, And and I shouldn't say if you can, you can, so go apply it. All right. I highly, highly recommend the things that I actually talked about here today. And we want to, of course, give most of that credit over to uh, to Tony Robbins, who thought of a lot of that stuff or to, who you did, you know, distilled that information into useful things. So how does that work for you in leadership? I actually gave you a beautiful example. I just gave you uh, an example that hopefully helped you. But you can't respond well to your team if you are in a negative state. If you're in a state of unresourcefulness or of a place where you're not thinking clearly or you're angry, uh, you're not going to respond in the best way possible. So here's what I would suggest. When you have a communication opportunity with your team in any capacity, downline, upline, crossline, and if you are in a non-beautiful state, meaning if you are going to respond in a way that the other person could potentially take it negatively in any way. You need to pause and give yourself like 24, maybe 48 hours, depending on how much emotional baggage you have. You can just pause, give yourself at least 24 hours and do what Ashley described. Go through these steps. Change your mental state before responding. Another really good way to do it is um, this only works, of course, with like emails and voice messages. But if you get a message and that you need, if you need to respond to someone and you're not quite sure if what you're going to say is going to come off good or bad, create a voice message or type an email. And then 24 hours later, go back to that voice message and listen to yourself or reread the email. And make sure that what you're saying is actually what you want to get across. 
sometimes a clear mind will help catch things that we don't intend on actually saying. You know, another thing that Ashley's helped me become good at, or I don't know if I'm good at it, but she's helped me notice it at least, is that people respond to things differently. You know, people, pe- sometimes in people's heads, like something else is going on in there than you actually think. And you want to make sure that you understand to the best you can what's going on in their head before you offer opinion, advice, or anything. So one of the things that, that we do a lot is we always we try to always bounce things off each other. Like, hey, this person said this to me. What do you think about that? What do you think it means? And more often than not, Ashley will have a different perspective than I did about what that person is thinking. And if we still can't figure out what they're thinking, we'll ask them, hey, what are you thinking? What are you saying about this? What are you trying to get across to me? Because... Someone could be saying one thing and I respond in one way and they're like, thank you, but that's not what I meant at all. And you may have, it may have totally wrecked your brain for the past six hours because you're thinking about how to respond to them and how how could they be such a horrible human being to say that. And you're thinking about how to respond to them and that's not what they meant at all. They just maybe have lower level communication skills, right? That's another thing. Most of your team is probably going to have lower level communication skills than you are if you're studying communication and leadership. And so you just have to know they're coming from a lower place and it's your responsibility to help them learn how to communicate. It is not theirs. I mean, if, I mean, it is actually theirs, but it's your responsibility to make sure that they have the resources available to learn. And you have to get that across to them in a way that doesn't offend them. So that's, again, that's communication like 201. But, uh, I think that's about it for today. We covered what we needed to cover. Talked about you getting into a beautiful frame of mind so that you can respond to your team in the best way possible. Cool. You have anything else to add? Sounds great. All right. Well, guys, this has been amazing spending some time with you, with you here today. Once again, if you have not done so, please leave a review on this podcast. It is the number one thing that you can do to help us get this message out to the world and help people that are still in chains, they're shackled. See, our biggest sadness, the reason that we're working in MLM, this is a little, this is a bonus, a bonus piece, I guess. The reason that we're working in MLM is not because it's where we're going to make it, where we can make the most money. That is not the case. It is not true. Truthfully, we could take the skills that we've used to build MLM with and apply them to another industry and make more money faster and it would still be sustainable. And guess what? There would be significantly less people involved. That sounds pretty good to a guy like me. (laughs) I like that. We could apply these marketing skills to virtually any other industry, sell virtually any product that helps people in their life, make a lot of money and put it on autopilot. And we would enjoy that. There's one, there's one missing component to this, that scenario, and it's the contribution that we want to make on the world. We want to make a very large contribution in the field. The way that we believe that we're called to make a contribution at this stage in our life is by helping human beings, specific human beings. Who are those human beings? Those human beings are those that are in this industry. Why do we want to help people in this industry specifically? Well, we know this industry is massive. We know that MLM is a really, really, really big niche. And a lot of people place their hope and their trust into network marketing because of the dream that was sold to them. We know that. We know that there are millions upon millions of people in the United States alone and tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of people across the world. It is a multi-billion dollar industry. We know that millions upon millions of people are placing their hope, the hope that they could live free, the hope they could travel the world, the hope they could leave their job into network marketing. Here's the problem. The opportunity that was given to them, that was sold to them 
that was spun up for them, in many cases, doesn't have the firepower to actually deliver unless that person is like a superhuman, like legitimately a superhuman, or they get lucky. Like most MLM opportunities out there do not have the firepower to help an average human being get free. And I think, well, that's a side road. Quick, quick side road. I'll get back on the main highway. Side, side road. Average human beings don't get free. Period. I don't care what business you're in. Okay, back to the highway. That's for another time. But most MLM opportunities out there will not help a person that is hungry, that is willing to do the work. It will not help them get free because the the system is broken. And if your system is broken, if your recruiting model is broken, you will not get free no matter how hard you work. I know this for an absolute, 100% verifiable fact. We get. Never mind. That's a story for another time. So the reason we are placing the focus in this industry is because we know there are millions of people in the ex- in the exact situation that I just described, and they know that there's a better way. They know there is a way that suits their personality type. They know that there is a way that is more leverageable than stalking people at Walmart. They know there is a way that when they offer the opportunity to someone, they're not met with hostility. They're met with gratitude, not because... They're such a verbal jujitsu ninja that they can spin the business into making it sound good for them, but because it's actually a good business model. We know that there are people out there hungry for that. See, we know that this industry offers hope to people and it does a really good job of it. But what we also know is that it doesn't always do the best job of fulfilling that hope. And we want to help fulfill that hope to so many people who have placed their hope into this business, this industry. So that's why we're here. That's why we're doing what we're doing. That's why we're willing to go through the crap of dealing with so many people, so many people, because we want to fulfill the hope that is in their life and we want to make a contribution on the world. So that's why we're here. And um, no matter where you are, no matter if you're with us, if you're inside of MLM Rebels, if you're a paying member, a card-carrying member of MLM Rebels, and you're even within our team, if you're with us, We love you. We're so thankful that you're with us. If you're not with us yet, that's okay. And we want you to succeed at the highest level. And if you never will be with us, if you are stone cold committed to the old way of doing things, it is okay. We're not bashing you. We're we're, We're not angry at you. We're not throwing spears at you. We celebrate you. We want you to succeed. In fact, nothing would make me more happy than to see every way that this industry is doing things to work. Because all of those people that I just described... People placing hope in this business model. If that hope could be fulfilled through all of the avenues, if stocking Walmart could work again, guys, I would be excited. And I encourage you to find a way to make it work if you're completely not wanting to do something that's more advanced. I want it to work for you because that means that the people that you're trying to contribute into their lives, they're actually going to get the contribution that they hope that they're going to get. So we encourage every single one of you. We want you to win at the highest level. And uh, I think that's about it for today. So once again, leave a review on the podcast if you haven't done so already. That is the number one way that you can help us. Join the Facebook group. Join the conversation where you can learn how to use funnels in your business right now. And uh, and of course, you can see how that we're using them in ours and uh, things like that. So with that, guys, if you leave a review on the podcast, we will enter you a drawing to give you some amazing MLM Rebel swag. And we will see you all next episode. Talk to you soon.